Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pirates are 500 going into the month of June, and a lot of people, myself included, did not think they would get to this point. Well, welcome to the first day of June. It's a Thursday morning, and the Pirates, coming off a 9-4 win over the Giants, their first and only series win of the month of May. Just feels good to say that. Welcome to your morning, Bucket Joe. My name is Jake Slobodnik. Folks, here on the Talk the Plank podcast on the Fan First Sports Network, so happy that you're waking up with us here this morning. Uh, and I'm sure everybody's thankful to be waking up after a nice Pirate win yesterday. Didn't seem like it was going to go that way, but the Pirates' bats strung it together in the third. Let's get right back to the summary. Patrick Bailey opened things up for the Giants in the second with an RBI single to Brian Reynolds. He went the opposite way off Mitch Keller, um, who earned his seventh win of the season. So in a rocky start, but the Pirates' bats picked him back up. Andrew McCutcheon continued his wonderful season. An RBI double to left that tied the game at one in the top of the third. Rodolfo Castro then singled home uh, a run to push the Pirates ahead by one later on in the inning. And then Key Brian Hayes tripled on a ground ball to Blake Sable that uh, extended the lead to four to one. The The Giants then got one back in the bottom of the third off a Wilmer Flores single. But the Pirates responded again, 6-2, to two, thanks to a Brian Reynolds single that scored two in the top of the fourth. They carried a four-run lead into the bottom of the fifth, and Giants got one back. A wild pitch by Mitch Keller allowed Mike Yastrzemski to score. Uh, limited damage, but they still were able to get one back. It was 7-3 to three at that point. No, sorry, 6-3. to three. I'm getting ahead of myself. Reynolds then grounded into a force-out, traded out for a run in the top of the sixth to kick off another big inning. In that inning, they uh, got across... A, a run seven to three that is i don't know what i'm trying to say then connor joe doubled home another insurance run eight to three at that point um it was off the glove of jd davis he had kind of a rough game at third base defensively for the giants but the pirates and their fans will take it and the bottom of the sixth casey schmidt uh cut the lead in half literally eight to four the score after he sacrificed uh, sacrificed himself on a fly ball to score a run. Then Jack Sawinski, wouldn't you know, the Pirates were ahead by a lot in mop-up roll, uh, RBI, a uh, single homer run to make it 9-4. to four. And the Pirates got some great pitching to complement that hitting. Uh, not the greatest start in the world for Mitch Keller, but he did go six innings, allowed 10 hits, four in runs, one walk, and did fan eight, uh, 325 ERA for him on the season. 
His sweeper was just working to perfection. And according to OptiStats, Mitch Keller became the first Pirates pitcher to strike out eight plus batters in seven consecutive games. Oh, that is so nice to say, considering the struggles that Keller went through. I feel like it's redundant or talking about his struggles early on in his career because it just seems like that's the main focus we drive home every time. But it is just so nice to see Keller rebound from all of that and just put up consistent numbers. Pirates bullpen helped him out. They allowed just two hits over the final three innings. Rob Zestrisny came in, pitched two-thirds of an innings, a lot of hits. Um, Dari Moreta came in, got the final out of the seventh. Then Robert Stevenson with a scoreless eighth. He struck out two, a nice bounce back outing for him. And then Johan Ramirez shut the door in the ninth, lowering his season ERA to 142 with just a one hit inning. He struck out one in the process. Overall, a lot of good things from this game. San Francisco committed two errors in the game, which is good for the Pirates. That helped them out to their advantage. Six runs combined throughout the third and fourth innings that helped them out as well. Not going to lie, I was very pessimistic. I did not think the Pirates were going to do anything this game. I kind of thought they were just going to fall over and hand over the uh, month of June to the Giants, but no, they took it back by storm. And really, I think we all need to credit Andrew McCutcheon for this. Three for four day. And he's 36 years old, and he's just putting up numbers. Not quite his MVP year, but considering he's hitting 273 with an 822 OPS at 36, I would maybe compare it to the years surrounding his MVP year. It's just good to see him doing this. Again, not trying to do a lot. And I know we've talked about this multiple times, not only on uh, Morning Bucket Joe, but the Talk the Plank podcast as well. He's not trying to do too much. He's just trying to do his part, and he's kind of helping to lead the charge of the younger crew as well. Also, shout out to Connor Joe. He's been struggling heavily at the plate, but he went three for four yesterday with an rbi uh that is good to see brian reynolds only had one hit um not a great day at the plate for him but he did drive in three rbis so he did make up for it elsewhere uh rodolfo castro key brian hayes and she won bay two hits each for them as well and uh some other things you probably expected from the game chris owings austin hedges combined to go oh for six although austin hedges can at least put down a sacrifice but i'm not going to spend too much time talking about those two but had to throw that in there because those are rostered players on the Pirates as we speak. And one thing I liked, the Pirates jumped all over Alex Wood, who, in my opinion, was never really a great pitcher, nor did I really consider him good. His numbers seemed a little off to me. But the Pirates, they kind of, they didn't let the record or ERA fool them. They just jumped on Alex Wood and um, got home another win. They are now above 500 going into the month of June at 28 and 27. They're still... Uh, about a game away from first place in the NL Central. The Brewers did win last night against the Toronto Blue Jays, so they maintained the NL Central by a game, which isn't too bad. Cincinnati Reds are three games out of first, a couple games behind the Pirates, not too bad there. St. Louis Cardinals, who the Pirates will face next, come to town. They're 25 and 32, five games back, along with the Cubs, who are 24 and 31 overall. Pirates in pretty good shape, considering the dismal, uh, the I'm sorry, the abysmal month of May, in which they only racked up seven wins. I'll take that. And I was talking with my buddy Matt Michaelone, who writes for the Altoona Mirror. Um, one of the things that I told him is, "Hey, if if we're gonna have one really bad month of baseball, sandwiched by five months of great baseball, I'll take that. We can put we it, it's it's an easier pill to swallow if we can follow it up with a nice productive month of June. Now, obviously, only time will tell if that will happen. But that was just one of the points that I that's one of the takeaways I had from yesterday. Is like, hey, we put this month behind us, and I'm speaking as if I'm part of the team." Put this month behind us. Focus on what's next. Try to get back to that April-looking Pirates. Put my, put, get rid of May. Just absolutely erase it. Put it in the trash bin and, and 
maybe even burn it, if you will. But I think if the Pirates just do that, they'll have a much better uh, month of June. Um, June, this is a good time for the Pirates to start calling up their prospects, folks. Be on the lookout for Andy, Henry. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other guys down in AAA. Maybe Nick Gonzalez. Uh, he might get an opportunity to come up and showcase what he has to offer. Pitching help might be on the way too. Carmen Blajinski, he's a name to keep your eye out for two and two this season. He earned a win last night in the Indians 13 to one trouncing of the Toledo Mud Hens. Uh, Blajinski pitched two innings of relief and walked three batters, no strikeouts, but he did not allow a run on one hit. His ERA now 332 along with Daniel Zamora. Not saying he's on the call up watch, but uh, Blajinski's in a really good place and as he should be after uh, his successful spring training looking at some other numbers from prospects cal mitchell is average right now 271 ops a little low at 783 after going two for five last night jared triolo he's getting back up to speed he's two for five two for four last night with an rbi and a 267 average andy rodriguez went one for four but that only hit being a triple only struck out once not a bad look for him nick gonzalez did hit a grand slam go back to him for a second hit a grand slam in the game but did strike out three times Still struggling on the K rate, but um, something's telling me he's catching some fire. He's looking good, and I think he might be up here sooner rather than later. Aaron Shackelford, one for two in the game as well. He's a dark horse for me, at least for a prospect watch. I feel like if the Pirates do need somebody and say they're not confident yet in Nick Gonzalez, they're going to bring Shackelford up. I, I just see this just based on the way he's been hitting this year. Numbers don't look amazing. But uh, with an OPS of 832 at this point, that's not, or I'm sorry, at 921, that's not bad. Um, And I mean, hey, if he doesn't, if he he flounders, that's all right. He wasn't really playing the long-term solution anyway. Uh, But clearly, I mean, if Nick Gonzalez isn't ready, I expect them to fully trust the reins to Aaron Shackelford. Um, He can play some first, play some middle infield as well. It'll just be interesting to see what they do so yeah we're in the month of june Uh, a lot of prospects could be making their way to the berg in place of some of the placeholders uh, especially in that catching race andy rodriguez henry davis probably up for austin hedges and or jason delay and or because i feel like they're going to keep one of them maybe move henry and andy around a little bit in the field and uh, i mean the the things that they look at delay's bat right now is doing okay hedges is mental leadership with the clubhouse there's some things they could keep him around for but um you never know. Maybe they do get rid of both of them. Who knows? But Pirates, right now, they're sitting pretty in the month of June, um, at least pretty by Pirates fans' standards and by their standards as well. 28-27, they're off today, and they will take on the St. Louis Cardinals for a weekend series starting Friday night. They're back home. So free publicity here, free shirt Friday night um, coming up on Friday against the St. Louis Cardinals, an 80-themed Pirates t-shirt. It's it looks amazing. If you can get out, the weather is supposed to be wonderful this weekend. So if you can get out and enjoy a Pirates game, absolutely do so. I will personally be at Saturday's bobblehead day for O'Neill Cruz. I will be there bright and early trying to get my O'Neill Cruz limited edition bobblehead. So that should be fun. Sunday is an 1135 game time. So uh, if you can wake up, head to the ballpark, enjoy lunch at the park. Hopefully see a Pirates win. Hopefully they sweep the Cardinals. That would be absolutely wonderful. Well, hope you have a wonderful first day of June. Hope you have a great Thursday. Friday is almost here, which means the weekend is almost here as well. It's a shortened week, so it's got to feel good. I hope you have the greatest day of your life. We'll talk to you next time here on the Morning Bucket Show. Tomorrow, we will have one previewing the series opener with the St. Louis Cardinals. Until then, follow Talk the Plank on Twitter at Talk the Plank Pod. Follow Fans First Sports Network at Fans First SN and follow me at underscore 
underscore Radio Jake. And as always, follow Buck's Dugout. Have yourself a wonderful Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Morning Buck of Joe.